Hey, 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 this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get to it. I have been gone for more than three or two or four days. I think actually it's been five days and that's all right. See, the thing is, I'm not going to stress myself on, oh my gosh, I got to do another podcast episode because nobody needs that kind of stress. And that's the great thing about having your very own podcast. that's not being ran by anybody. It's kind of like writing a book and like having it self-published versus being published by a big publisher or publishing company. You have the rights to how you want to write. You have the rights to the book and you choose on how creative you want to write it. Kind of feel like that's the same thing with having a podcast. That's why I definitely recommend having a podcast to anybody out there who just has uh, stuff to say, whether it's about their own personal business, whether it's about their um, professional job or their profession rather, or if they just want to vent and talk into their smartphone and get things out of their brain, which is kind of what I do. I do it for many reasons, of course, not just for venting, but venting is cool, right? It's just so good. It's a great outlet. And it's the same as like blogging. You know, when you're writing, you're getting things out. So now when you're talking, you're getting things out. So I think it's a really cool um, thing to do. So if you are interested in podcasting, like my little commercial before this episode said, you know, think about Anchor. Even if you don't want Anchor, honestly, whatever um, podcast servicing company out there you want to go to, go to it, do it, try it. Why not? What do you got to lose at the end of the day? Nothing. It doesn't cost anything. I like Anchor. Anchor is simple and easy. Um, And again, I already have a commercial talking about Anchor, so that's all I'm going to say about that. Anywho, welcome to Sunday. It's a gloomy, somewhat cold Sunday here in Texas. I know, surprising cold. I said cold, but yes, it's a little bit on the colder side. Probably mid-60s to upper 70s. No, low 70s today but right now it's actually not even 60 degrees so I'm actually happy about that I think it's going to be even colder tomorrow so it kind of hit Texas um out of nowhere the cold weather and even some rain that we got the other day and we'll get tomorrow but I'm happy about that guys because oh my god the summer was so crazy but anywho moving on I didn't talk about this at the the first episode rather either one or two first episode of this season because it's um something that I have to be strong to talk about and that is that my monkey my precious 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 monkey passed away um on the 6th of October and she had been sick like I talked about in previous episodes and I knew that the day would be coming but I don't think anything can prepare you for the lo- the loss of a loved one. And and you might say, well, that's just, it was just a cat. Hope, what's the big deal? It wasn't just a cat to me. Monkey wasn't just a cat to me. Monkey was my daughter. And I have two daughters, which is, they were cats. They are cats. Well, one of them was a cat. And it doesn't matter if people understand that or believe that or if they think that's silly to cry over and mourn over an animal but to each his own right so if that's not your cup of tea that's not your cup of tea but it's still my heart it's my emotions and it was my baby and monkey died and I know she was in a lot of pain they say she might have had lung cancer 
and, and it was nothing that I could have done. I mean, I financially, I wouldn't have been able to take care of her. I gave her a lot of love. I gave her a lot of comfort. She was my monkey. And I have two cats, yes. And I have one left, Spunky. And I love and adore Spunky so much. But Monkey, there was just something special about that one. I don't know. And so it's a little hard if I, you know, think too much about her. So that's why it was a little hard to talk about her the other day. But here I am. And as emotional as I can still get about her, I will never forget her. She was one of the loves of my life and her sister is the other one. And it taught me the situation, the death, taught me that you you never know how close you are to someone or something until they pass away. You might think you know them and love them and care about them, but when they when they pass away, you it's only I think then when you really realize how much you love them. And it's sad because I mean I'm not saying that I didn't love her and no I didn't know that I loved her. Oh, I knew I loved her and I knew the thought of her leaving and 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 not being around anymore hurt my heart before it happened. Just like when I think about my mother, you know, if I think about my mother passing, I know it's going to be hard. My dad passed and I barely shed a tear because I didn't know my dad. I wasn't close to my dad, but I'm very close to my mother. And I was very close to Monkey and more close to Monkey, more so because she was sick in the last year. She wasn't well, probably the last almost, almost a year, maybe when she started getting sick and I took her to vets and stuff but I knew the day would come but because she was sick I I was a lot closer to her she slept right next to me you know when she was losing weight and stuff I would you know pray over her and I would just get close to her and I would say you know you're going to be all right and you can't leave me and I think in a way my cat I know you guys might say say this is silly or think this is silly but I really think my monkey stayed around a little bit longer for me she knew how much I loved her and uh, even the day guys and I don't want to talk about too much more but even the day that I I came home from work and earlier that morning I knew that there was something wrong so I took a couple of pictures with her and you know wanted her to know how much I loved her and I prayed over her and sang to her but I could tell that something was something was definitely off more than it had been before and when I went to work I came home and I found her under the bed and see, they say, you know, animals, specifically cats, they they hide under the bed when they're not well. They don't want to be seen. They kind of are sick in, in secret or, secret or sick in hiding. And she had never been really that way throughout all this time. That's what gave me hope that she was going to be okay. But I came home to her and I couldn't find her and I found her underneath the bed and she had peed on herself. And that was a telltale sign. I think she had done it early. She smelled like urine, her tail, which was never something that she did. Cats are, for the most part, can be very clean. When I picked her up, I found her under the bed. She was barely breathing. She was limp. Her tongue was sticking out. And I knew she was dying. And I called my friend Teresa up, who's my best friend uh, over in Colorado. And I called her up and I was like, monkey's dying. I think Monkey's dying. And I couldn't help but cry the whole time. And she's like, okay, well, let me find, you know, let me find a place. So she actually did some research. And she found a place for me to go take her that it was open 24 hours. So I took her there and 
whatever money I had left on this one credit card I spent, you know, at the ER for her. And it, that's, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. So they almost performed CPR, but they were able not to. And they revitalized her. And by putting her in like a little tank full of oxygen, that was putting oxygen in and, and it made her sit up. She wasn't like she was before. But the doctor ran some x-rays and, and did some tests and stuff. And they found out that, I mean, you couldn't even see her heart. The x-ray just had this cloud over her entire chest. And that's why the doctor was like, well, it, it could be lung cancer. It could be some weird form of fungal infection. We just can't tell without further examination. And we could keep her overnight with oxygen. But you might want to think about other things uh, that might be more humane to, to do. And I made the tough decision. I, I, I could see she was hurting and I didn't want her to hurt anymore because I know that she'd been hurting for a while. And I think she waited for me. I really do, guys. I think that she waited for me to get home before she completely let go. And at the vet, you know, after the x-rays, after the, all, all of that, and after crying a lot, I, um, I said, okay, I want her to be at peace. I want her to be without pain. So I made the decision to, you know, have her put to sleep so she can be in heaven and be without pain. And I do believe cats and animals in general are loved ones. They're our loved ones. We'll meet us in heaven. I do. And, um, but the thing about it, guys, I think, I think the thing that hurt me the most is that she was already about to die. So when they took her out of that tank of oxygen and they gave her to me to say my goodbyes, she was dying right then. Guys, she was dying in my arms. And I thought, you know, they had already put the stuff to euthanize her in her, but they hadn't even done that yet. And she made some some cries and she was grabbing onto me at first, just looking at me, but grabbing onto me and it just crushed me, crushed me. And I said my goodbyes and I told her that I loved her. And then she, well, she just made some more cries. And I called in the doctor and I was like, what's going on? Is is she fighting it? Thinking that she already had the injection, but she hadn't had the injection. And the doctor just looked at me with a sad face. She goes, she's trying to die. That's just, she's trying to die. And then we laid her down and I patted her and I told her I loved her and, and then they they put the medicine in her as they were injecting her. She, I think she died before she even got euthanized. She just had that last breath, and then she was gone. And I chose for her to be cremated because, you know, I don't have a place to, to bury her, and I didn't want to have to take her over to my mom's and bury her and have a funeral. I don't like funerals. Her spirit was gone. She was gone, so she was gone. Signed all the paperwork didn't want to have her cremation you know in ashes in a jar I didn't I'm just not that person and I mean the end of the day she was gone and she was without pain anymore and that was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do is to see her like that but that's life right guys I mean that's life we we come we live and then we die and it's about making sure that I don't know, with animals that you love them and you care for them and you give them your heart and you they know that. And I know my monkey did. I know my monkey. 
was loved and, and very well taken care of. I mean, I fostered her and adopted her from Saudi Arabia. Who knows what her life would have been if, if I wouldn't have adopted her. I don't know if she, you know, would have been able to stay with her sister. So she, then I brought her back to America. So, you know, she had dual citizen and all that. Um, and she got to live in Texas. And when I wasn't here, she lived with my brother and my brother and my niece took care of her. And she was very much loved. She had her sister with her. And then finally I came home and we've had an, a year and a half together and it, and I got to remember that. And I miss her. Ooh, do I miss her? I miss her, miss her, miss her. And there are sometimes when her sister Spunky is laying on, laying on me at night and it's dark and she turns her head a certain way and she looks just like monkey. I mean, I see monkey when she's at that angle and it's dark because monkey was had a darker face than her sister. And, and they're, they are sisters from the same litter, so they do look alike in that sense. But I got to remember the monkey's gone, and I got to remember to love, love her sister and give her attention. And she's doing it right. She meows a lot. Her sister Spunky meows a lot. She misses her. And I think she just needs extra attention from me because she doesn't have anybody when I'm gone to play with and be around. And so when I come home, she's very, very needy. And it's taken me a little bit to get used to that because I'm not used to the meowing extra. She, the, both of them were very docile and they weren't big meowers. Spunky did meow more than Monkey, but she never meowed as much as she's meowing right now. So I think that's just because that's, you know, maybe how she's dealing with the loss of her sister. I don't know. But I share this all with you guys because, number one, some of you guys out there may be, you know, animal lovers and, and pet owners, and ooh, I don't, I, I never knew that I could mourn a cat, an animal like I have mourned my monkey. I never thought I could cry so much for an animal, but again, it just shows me how much I loved her, how much she meant to me, how much I cared for her, and and that gives me comfort. And I think it's it's eye-opening to see how much an animal can impact one's heart. And they're the closest to kids I'll ever have because I've never had kids. I don't have plan on having kids. Of course, I can't have kids, you know, anymore. But even, I don't know if I'll ever adopt. So they're the closest to, to, to kids I've ever had. And now I've lost one. So my heart goes out for parents who lose their kids you know, especially young. I mean, she was only seven. And for cats, that's young. She could have lived another 13 years or so. So, um, but I know it's not the same. Don't go saying it's the same as uh, a human. Of course, it's not the same as a human. Of course, it's not. But I'm telling you, it's not that far away from being a human and losing a human uh, child. So, whether you agree with me or not, that's what I'm saying. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it, guys. Uh, thank you for bearing with me as I shared that story. It's still hard to talk about it, and um, but I did it. I came across, came over to the other side, and I've shared my story with you guys. And it's important that I share things with you because this is a podcast for my about my life, and I'm not gonna act like my life is perfect, hunky dory, and I have no issue, no problems other than just political stuff. <laughs> yes. Oh, I had to start talking about politics. Yes. Let's switch over to next. Um, 
I voted yesterday. Yesterday was vote early day and yours truly voted. I think I got in there around 7, 6.15 and they closed at 7 p.m. So I did my part and I feel good about it. And I also did my training to be a poll worker uh, on election day. And I got to do a lot of homework because there's a lot into it. And I know you're probably like, well, of course there's a lot into it. It's not some easy process, but I just didn't realize how much is into the voting process, you know, with the computers and the equipment and what, you know, to make sure that, you know, there isn't any, any shady stuff going on and, you know, making sure all the votes, you know, are, are done. And it's just, there's just a lot, there's so much to it that I didn't realize it. And I don't, I don't have to do like, everybody's going to have their part, but it's still, it's amazing how it works. And I'm excited about it. And now I got to do my homework and watch some videos uh, for the big day. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Have you voted? Have you voted? By the way, you have till the 30th. So make sure to go vote early. And I'm hoping enough people are going to vote early that on election day, it won't be so, so packed. And I pray that there won't be people at the voting polls with guns and trying to like, I don't know, do bad stuff because they think that there's cheating going on but we shall see keep that in prayers um so yeah i wanted to talk about voting go vote please make sure if you want to vote republican but if you really want to make a change in this country please vote blue in 2020 vote him out we need a change we need a positive change and that's all i'm going to say because we can have it if we get biden and kamala harris as the next president and vice president but that's all I'm going to say about that today. The last two things I'm going to talk about, or the last thing I'm going to talk about is the two, I've met some really cool people and um, most of the time it's been women, but lately I've met some really cool guys and I met a guy the other day and on his, uh, default, whatever, uh, name for his rideshare service app, it was like long hair or something like that. And the guy has long hair but he doesn't just have long hair he has long beautiful beautiful hair and I was very impressed with his long beautiful hair and had such a cool personality too for such a young guy and the both two guys the two guys that I've met are young probably 20 something years old and very hashtag woke from our conversations it's not even long conversations but you can just tell you certain people have vibes certain people have like I don't know, aura about them, if you will. And both of these young guys, just they were just so cool. And it was so awesome to talk to them. And um, and they're voting. And that was cool, too. Had to slip that in there. But yeah. And um, I don't know. It just, it's just been so cool getting to meet more people throughout this COVID-19 crisis, these COVID-19 crisis times. And it's refreshing and comforting to know that the younger generation for the most part a lot of them are getting it and there's they want change and they want to make a difference and they're voting and they're speaking up and I think that is so right on and so awesome and yeah I don't know if either of them are going to be listening to my podcast I'm not sure if I even told them about it but I think I told long-haired the long-haired beautiful long-haired guy about it so uh if you're listening in thanks so much for listening in and 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 keep doing what you're doing because this this particular guy with the long hair he actually gets when his hair gets really to a certain certain length he ends up cutting it off and donating it to cancer and that is so amazing and his backstory is that he lost his brother to cancer 
many years ago and I don't know if that's kind of his way of of giving back in memory of his brother and to that I say that's pretty awesome very 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 awesome actually um so just really cool again the perk the number one perk of this job and I see it as a perk is all the awesome people that I get to meet and that share their stories with me and want to converse with me and I think it's great but I will add at the end here that I had two people in my car this morning and the guy the husband uh, he was talking to me a lot but his wife who is from another country I wasn't I forget which country, but she speaks five languages. So it wasn't like she had a problem speaking English, but she, I do not think she was happy that I was speaking to him and that we were conversing as much as we were because she hardly said anything, even though we were opening up the conversation for her to share. She didn't say much. And then when, right before we got to the terminal to drop them off, she, I was like, well, we're here. And she's like, thank God. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah, God is good, you know. And then when we get out of the car, I jump up to, you know, open the hatch and stuff. And she does not look happy. Like, I felt like, my gosh, is she kind of upset, angry, or jealous that I was talking to her husband? I mean, her husband was conversing with me from before we even got in the car. So it wasn't anything flirtatious. He's a Texan. I'm a Texan. And we were just talking. And she was more than welcome to join our conversation and she just chose not to talk at first I thought maybe it was a language barrier thing but she definitely knew how to speak English and like I said she spoke five languages so I just thought that was weird and it's like chill your jets man I don't want your man I'm just talking if he's going to talk to me I'm going to talk to him but she really she had this even with her mask guys and you can still see with her mask she had like an angry face like an angry face. And I I just looked at her and I'm like, God bless you. And the husband was like, well, God bless you too. And she said, God bless you. But she did not seem to be happy with me. And I'm just like, like for her to say, thank God, like she can get out of the car. She got out of the car fast too. And I'm like, look, just relax, woman, relax. I don't want your man. He's an old man at that, but I don't, I don't do that. I'm not going to go after your man. And I just, I don't get that that jealousy uh and and whatever that was but other than that <clears throat> really enjoy talking to people and and really grateful when they want to talk back and just in case you want in case you wonder I don't talk to people if they don't want to talk like I don't force people into conversations I kind of try to read their their language their body language their voice and to see you know if they want to continue com- conversing or not and if they don't that's fine I'm I'm fine with not talking believe it or not as much as I do talk I'm okay with just chilling thinking about what I'm gonna eat for lunch thinking about whatever um I don't have to converse so but it's great when you guys do talk to your drivers it you know makes things better people have been telling me lately that the drivers don't like to talk or the drivers are so quiet it's awkward and it's really nice when drivers do talk so hey I feel like I think if I couldn't do that, if I wasn't getting these awesome conversations and, and meeting these really cool people, then I think the job would be so boring. So yeah. Well, that's all I got for you today. I, I really thank you for letting me, thank you for coming and tuning in and, and don't worry about me. I may be sad about my monkey dying, but I'm going to be all right. I've got my spunky. Every day is a new day. And yeah, all is claw. All is good. And, uh, If you have animals, love your animals. Just love on them. 
make them know that you show them that you care for them and just make them comfortable and love them and 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 because I'm very grateful that I did that with my monkey and I'll make sure to do that with my spunky my fat fluffy happy spunky but uh yeah oh I was gonna say vote ha ha yes go vote don't forget hey guys as always god bless you stay safe stay healthy this has been talk time with hope i am hope and i will see you on the flip side bye